0: Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Buenas noches. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Carla Hayes, and I want to welcome you to the seminar, but I don't speak Spanish. (laughs) Tips for telling your taxi driver how to get there from here. And um, so if you um, we're trying to get to another seminar, uh, as they say on the flight deck, um, if you're on the wrong plane, now's your chance to bail out. But please don't, because we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. I would like to start this evening with just a few little housekeeping things. Um, first of all, I would like to take this moment to thank a few people here. I'd like to thank our host. Um, par excellence cassandra um, and also jane our streamer and moderator and the liaison the clubhouse now that i've spoken all this french and gotten that out of my system we can get to the spanish but i want to thank you too very much and um if i'm a little bit dopey tonight I, i just i had a dentist appointment today so i'm trying to fight a bit of numbness in the mouth and and brain fog but i think we'll econ through. A few little housekeeping things. First, please stay muted so that there will not be a lot of background noise. And also, I'm going to be asking you when we get into some Spanish to repeat words and phrases. And um, if you do that and you're muted, you won't have uh, you know all the delay and latency that comes with Zoom. And that just brings about a whole bunch of nonsense and confusion that we don't need. Second, um periodically i will stop and give you an opportunity to ask questions when this happens please keep your questions short and on topic and to the point no rants or dissertations please we have a lot of material to cover tonight so i just i'm not trying to be rude but i just would appreciate if you would follow that and finally i want to tell you that Langua learn communications is offering a back to school special for anybody who stays for the entire call so if you get bored decide to leave just remember you'll miss the back to school special and i wouldn't want that to happen to you all right, now if that's all taken care of let's uh let's begin just as a few words of introduction my name is carla hayes and i am the ceo and the owner and founder of Langua learn communications the motto our motto is Langua learn communications where good communications lead to good relations it's essentially a language school and it's located in mcmurray pennsylvania to teach uh, Spanish, French, German, um, Italian, English as a second language to people of all ages, do homeschool classes, we do corporate classes, people going on trips, whatever, some technical translating and also we develop educational materials, and so I'm I'm telling you all this not to brag, but just so that you know I'm not some fly by night that ACB picked up along the side of the road. This is what I do for a living. So, so I just wanted to, to, to assure you that you're going to be in in good hands, um, hopefully, and um, hopefully you'll have some some things. In fact, I'm celebrating this week because Language Learn is celebrating the. 34th year of its founding as of August the 6th. So Languilearn's been around since August 6th of, of 1989. It's hard to believe. Okay, well, let's get, let's cut to the quick here. First, let's talk about three general things to keep in mind when communicating with your Hispanic taxi driver. First, be polite. Two important words to know are please in Spanish, por favor, and that's P-O-R-F-A-V-O-R. Okay, in case you're taking notes. So let's repeat, por favor, por favor. And the other important word to know is thank you, which is gracias, gracias, G-R-A-C-I-A-S. Gracias. So be polite. Number two, be mindful of how you speak to your driver. Speak slowly, but not in a condescending way. Articulate your words. And certainly don't shout. As blind people, don't you hate it when people shout at us? They think we're deaf because we're blind. Well, nobody likes that. So don't shout. And I know you might get frustrated, but don't shout. Also, Use proper vocal inflection, i.e. your voice should go up at the end of a question and down at the end of a statement. We do that in English. And in Spanish, it's even more important because Spanish is what is called a monotonic language. Whereas English is a polytonic language, which means we can we can emphasize things by um, giving them higher intonation. In Spanish, they don't do that. The only thing you know, they, the word order can be the same for a question or the same for a statement. Um, it, it can be several done in several different ways. But how you tell a question from a statement is your voice goes up at the end of a question, down at the end of a statement. And that will really help with communication. Finally, number three, put away any any prejudices or bad attitudes that you might have. You may feel resentful about people in America that don't speak our language, you know. Us Americans, we Americans, we're so ethnocentric. You know what egocentric means we're when you're centered on yourself. Well, we are ethnocentric as a culture because we're centered on our own cultures. Americans um, generally, um, you know, they 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 might have this attitude, well, if you can't speak English, um, you, you don't even try to speak English, all that stuff. Please forget all that. Remember. Your driver is a human being and should be treated with dignity and respect. Also, your driver may be sincerely trying to learn English, but English is a very difficult language to learn. In fact, in a lot of ways it's harder than Spanish. Um, you know, much harder than Spanish. Okay? For example, uh, the words are confusing. We say things like, "Well, For example, why do we drive on a parkway or park on a driveway? Think about that. Or why do we tell someone to hurry up when you're running down a hill? Does that make sense? Also, English is certainly not a phonetic language as Spanish is. Um, For example, consider how do you spell cuff? Right, C-U-F-F, puff, P-U-F-F, stuff, S-T-U-F-F. Enough. E-N-U-F-F. No. Wrong. E-N-O-U-G-H. Oh, how would you pronounce that? Enough. No. It should be spelled E-N-U-F-F, but it's not. And the O-U-G-H can be ah, as in thought. And it can be the O as in dough or donut. And there's certainly a lot of holes in the logic of of our language, as there is in a donut that, um, you know, we pronounce things not phonetically like that. In fact, Spanish, usually Spanish girls and boys can learn how to read and not have to take reading after the second or third grade. Because they've already learned all the phonics and I've heard little Spanish kids pronouncing very long words and reading really um, complex adult things like telephone bills and things about the subsidiaries and everything they don't know what they're reading about, but they, they can pronounce the words flawlessly because Spanish pronunciation is that easy. Spanish is very phonetical, and um, for example, let's start with the vowels, because if you're going to, um, if you know the vowels, then you can spell almost anything in Spanish. In English, the vowels are A, E, I, O, U, and each of the vowels has different sounds. For example, A can be A, it can be A, it can be ah. okay, but in Spanish, A is always ah. A, uh, E is A, A. It's never a, eh, It's never E. It's A. I is E, E. O is O, O. And U is oo U. So let's just say the vowels. I'm going to say them. One at a time and just repeat them. Ah, a e, e o. U. Again. Ah, a e, e o. U. Now sometimes they will have accent marks over them and and if the the accents are there um, to to um, add stress to the word, um, and, and then and the accents when you when you have an accent in a word, if it's not a question or an exclamation, or to tell one from word from another, it's there to stress that syllable. So the vowels don't change their sounds; you just say them louder instead of ah, eh, With accents, you say ah, Okay so enough for the vowels okay the consonants are pretty much the way they are for the most part in english with a few exceptions in a lot of dialects in spanish a double l equals a y as in the word for chair spelled s-i-l-l-a and pronounced C-YA. j equals an h sound Remember the old Bill Dana um, comedy, my name Jose Jimenez. So Jose Jimenez, they both start with a J. Okay, now H, I want you to make the sound of the H. I'm gonna make the sound of the Spanish H and I want you to repeat it after me. Here's the H. Very good, H is silent, H equals nothing. So that's why we say, habla usted espanol we don't say habla usted espanol it's habla h-a-b-l-a so um, those are just a few basics of um, the spanish vowels and, and they will come in handy when we do words later on all right so we now let's talk about how not to speak spanish oh wow maybe you're saying wow maybe this um this brain fog has really gone to my head but no i said it how not to speak Spanish, okay? So I'm gonna say something that's very controversial, okay? But hear me out. When interacting with your driver, your goal should be to speak as little Spanish as possible. Let me say that again. When interacting with your driver, your goal should be to speak as little Spanish as possible. Why? Well, even if you speak Spanish fairly well, what's going to happen? When you speak Spanish to your driver, uh, eventually you will get in over your head because the driver is probably going to start speaking faster and faster. And all of a sudden, oh, by the way, that wasn't Spanish, um, but he'll, he'll be speaking so fast and you won't know what he's saying and you'll get left in the dust. You don't want that to happen. Okay. So um you, you, you want to speak as little Spanish as possible. Number two, instead of um, you know, trying to speak more Spanish, instead, begin your your conversation with your driver by asking the following question: Do you speak English? Do you speak English? In Spanish, you would say that habla usted inglés? And I'm going to spell that for you H A B L A usted U S T E D inglés I N S. so let's say it habla usted inglés habla usted inglés all right if the answer to that question is yes or sí s i is c yes in spanish say slowly I want to go to and then say the address of where you're going using single digits for numbers and the proper name of the street in English as it appears on a street sign. Never, never, never use the Spanish words for street and say I live on um, um, Robin Hood Calle or something. No, that's not how it is on the sign and he'll never find it. No, you say the street names, they're proper, you say them in English. For example, if I want to say, I want to go to 230 Robin Hood Lane, my address, I would say it like this. I want to go to 230 Robin Hood Lane. Okay, 230. That way there's no way of misunderstanding understanding 13 and 30 and things like that. 230. All right. So you, you've already established that. Okay, other things you can do um so that you're not speaking Spanish, you know, so that you don't have to speak Spanish first. Have your GPS with you and listen to it with one earbud so that you can hear what's going on in the other ear, but have it in one ear and be listening to it and be sure to know that if, if, uh, your your um, your driver will probably have a GPS too, okay? So you don't want to confuse his or her GPS, but if you have your GPS, it'll let you know that you're going in the right direction and you're getting close to your destination, you can give a little bit more help. Okay, so if, if possible, have your GPS if you have one. Um, another thing you can do is show the driver a picture of the building where you are going to. You might take a picture of it on your phone or something, um, but you could show the driver a picture of the building. Um, a lot of people find success using that technique, or even a, a map of the area if you have one. If you can, a second thing, or a third thing you can do, if you can see, you can also point. Now, if you can't see, pointing isn't going to do you any good. But of course, if you can see, you can point. All right. At this point, does anybody have any questions about what I've covered so far?
0: All right,
2: Nora. Yeah, hello. Yeah, hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was on the phone and I couldn't hear what you what you were saying about when you want to. Uh, I know you speak a little only. Um, say you speak a little Spanish, but when you say I want to go to such and such a place, how can you say it? Well, we haven't gotten into the Spanish yet.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. What we're talking about now is how not to speak Spanish. The next oh, yeah. thing I'm going to cover is what if the answer is no, I don't speak, um, you know, when you ask if he speaks English, then we're going to talk about the Spanish. So does Thank anybody you. have it? It's okay. But thanks. Thanks. Anyhow, does anybody have any questions about what I've covered so far about how not to speak Spanish or just the things that I've done so far? All right, Deborah.
0: I guess I'm a little ahead of things. So i um... Later, I hope you'll talk about the difference
1: between left, right, and straight
2: ahead. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I get just terms mixed up.
0: Okay,
1: okay. I'm on mute. Sorry. No problem. Okay, why don't I just go on? Because I'm, you know, I'm already getting questions about what's coming next. Um, maybe I stopped too soon. I just wanted to make sure we're... Hold on.
0: You have a couple more hands. Okay. Melissa? Melissa, you can unmute. All right, we'll come back to you, Melissa. Um, Sharon.
3: Hi, Carla, this is Sharon. I just wanted to mention that I've noticed in Ubers lately that um, a lot of the Spanish drivers have the GPS in Spanish. Right. Right. And which has been very interesting to me to hear um, their, you know, turn turn right and turn left. And I know those words. And so um, it's that's been very useful. And I one time put on my GPS at the same time, but I think that was a mistake. I didn't have an earbud. Um, But anyway. I just want—I just wanted to say okay. that because
1: I think. If, well, that's true. They do. Yeah. They might. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, would you believe in all my travels uh, that I've run into drivers that speak every other language that I don't speak? You know, I'm always ready to speak my languages, and it's just been like Japanese or Chinese or Vietnamese. You know, but anyhow, that may be true. Okay. Well, then let's move on to the next segment here, and the the next segment we're going to start with saying what to do when you uh, must speak Spanish. Okay, so let's get back to your question. Okay, let's rewind. You're back to your driver. And if you ask, um, do you speak English? Habla usted inglés? And he or she says, no. Okay, after you get that cold feeling of shock in your system and you get a little bit scared, uh, here are some things that you can do. Number one, you must begin by saying, I speak a little Spanish. And I'm going to tell you how to say that. Okay, it's hablo, H-A-B-L-O, and Spanish is espanol, E-S-P-A-N-Y, and the N has a little tilde, a little mark on it. It's an E-R sign in Braille, O-L, espanol, un, U-N, poco, P-O-C-O. So let's let's practice that. Hablo español un poco. Hablo español un poco. By doing that, you're telling him or her that you don't speak much Spanish, okay? And you know you're gonna you're you're showing that you're going to try, um, but you are also setting a limit because you're you're letting the person know you don't speak much. So there's only so far you can go second then what you're going to do is you're going to say please and please who remembers please good por favor i want to go to okay and i'm going to tell you how to say that that's quiero ir ah okay and i'm going to spell that q u i e r o quiero means i want ir to go is spelled i r and then Two is ah, uh, just the letter a. Quiero ir a. Let's practice that. Quiero ir a. Okay. You can also say please take me to, and that's um, favor de llevarme Ah. Okay. So favor de llevarme a. And notice we've used a different word for please. Uh, When you want to use please with the verb, it's good to use the favor de plus the verb infinitive. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. So your choice, either quiero ir a, I want to go to, um, you know, and you'd start that with por favor, or please take me to uh, um, favor de llevarme a, And then you're gonna um, say your address slowly using numbers in single digits in Spanish and the proper English name of the street. So you never use the Spanish words for for street, avenue, lane, highway, when you're naming the street because that's not how they appear on signs, okay? So it'll make it more confusing. But if you say the house number or building number in single digits, you will only need to know Spanish numbers from zero to nine, which I'm going to teach you now. In fact, I'm feeling generous. I'm not even going to give you 10, okay? So let's let's do zero to nine. The number zero is spelled C-E-R-O and it's cero. Cero. One is uno. Uno, uno, uno. Two is dos, dos. That's D O S. Three is tres. Now tres is spelled T R E S. Tres. Four is spelled C U A T R O, and it's cuatro, cuatro. Five, C-I-N-C-O, it's it's spelled, and it said cinco, cinco. Six is seis, seis, and it's spelled S-E-I-S, seis. Seven is siete, and that's S-I-E-T-E, siete. Eight is ocho, O-C-H-O. Ocho, nine is nueve, N-U-E-V-E, nueve, nueve, and I'm going to be, I'm feeling generous as I said, I'll give you 10. 10 is diez, D-I-E-Z, diez, diez. So let's um, practice counting. Um, we'll just do them singularly. First of all, repitan, cero, Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. And a good way to remember them is doing them in groups. So I'll say a group of numbers, and in the pause provided, you say it, and then I'll say it, and you repeat it. 0, 1, 2, 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, eight. Six, siete, ocho. Nine, ten. Nueve, diez. And by the way, you can sing them to the tune of um, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or the alphabet song. And I figured out that if you just add two notes at the beginning, you can add zero. Let me show you. It goes like this. Zero, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. you're zoomed, so this, you know, you're, you're muted. So this won't, you know, this won't cause any trouble. Why don't you try to sing it with me? 0, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Okay, so enough for the numbers. All righty. So you, um, so you're going to say your address um, and you're going to use the numbers in single digits and the street name. All righty, and that's how you're gonna do it. So I'm gonna give you an example. If I wanted to say, please, I want to go to 230 Robin Hood Lane, I would say, por favor, quiero ir a, 230 Robin Hood Lane would be, dos, tres, cero, Robin Hood Lane again, you can say, take me to Robin Hood Lane, please, please take me, favor de llevarme a dos, cero tres. Uh, um, um, yeah, I did it backwards, dos, tres, cero, Robin Hood Lane. Okay, so that's what you do with your address. Okay, and then chances are, um, you know, they'll start to go and he'll turn on or she'll turn on the GPS, you'll have yours going. And then I'm going to give you some additional words that you're going to use for giving further instructions along the way. All right, if you want to tell them, let's say you're pulling into a parking lot and you're not quite up to where you're going to get off and you want to tell them forward. The word for forward is adelante. And I'm going to spell that. A-D-E-L-A-N-T-E. So let's say that. Adelante. All right, let's say they've gone too far. You need to back up a little bit, go back. Back is atras, atras. And that's spelled A-T-R, A with an accent, S. Notice how I stressed the second A. Atras, atras. Okay, you may need to tell them to the right. And to the right is a la derecha. Let me spell that, a, that's the letter A, la, L-A, derecha, D-E-R-E-C-H-A. So let's practice that one a little bit. A la derecha, a la derecha. Okay, on the other hand, you might need to tell the person to go to the left. To the left is a la izquierda, a la izquierda. And this one is a little tricky. So let me spell it for you. Of course it's a la, you know, the first word is a, a, the is la. Now left izquierda is spelled I-Z-Q-U-I-E-R-D-A. So I-Z as in zipper. Q-U-I-E-R-D-A. So let's practice that one again, because it is trickier. A la izquierda. A la izquierda. And by the way, every once in a while, it never hurts to say por favor, to throw in a please for good measure. Okay. Um, You can also add a little, like if let's say it's not a hard right or a hard left. And remember, we already knew, we already learned a little, un poco, when we said hablo un poco espanol, okay, or hablo espanol un poco, depending on how you said it. But un poco, un poco, un poco means a little. So you could say a little to the right, un poco a la derecha, a little to the left, un poco a la izquierda or a little forward, un poco adelante. So you can be a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more specific. All right, what if you need to tell your driver to go straight ahead? You're gonna use a word that sounds like right, but it's, it's um, de, right was derecha, but this is derecho with an O, D-E-R-E-C-H-O means straight ahead. So let's practice that. Derecho. Derecho. You may want to tell your driver that something is on the corner. On the corner is en la esquina. Let me spell that. l a Esquina. E-S-Q-U-I-N-A. Let's practice that. En la esquina. In la esquina. Okay, so those are the basics. Now you may um, want to use, um, I've told you the cardinal numbers, that's to say the numbers that you use to count um, from zero to, well, I gave you zero to 10. 10 might come in handy someday, but I need it for the song, let's face it. Um, but you might also want the ordinal numbers. So ordinal numbers are things like first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Obviously, I don't have time to give them all to you, but I'm going to give you the first five and then the words for last and next, because I think those are important, because you might want to say next next street or next house or something. And um, OK, first is, and, and these words will end with an O um, unless um, they can change to an A. In Spanish, you have to know one tricky thing about grammar is all nouns are either masculine or feminine and your adjectives and pronouns and everything have to agree with those nouns. It might sound confusing, but I'm not complaining because it keeps me happily employed and pays for my health benefits. You know, when one of my students say, well, why does it do that in Spanish? Why is that verb like that? I said, oh, I don't know, just to pay for my health benefits. And they just laugh. But anyhow, the word for first is primero, which is P-R-I-M-E-R-O, but if it's something feminine, the o changes to changes to an a, and it's primera. So let's practice first. We'll do masculine and feminine. Primero, primera. Now you do need to know that before masculine nouns, it drops the o. So like the first building would be el primer edificio. And edificio, by the way, is spelled e-d-e f-i-c-i-o edificio so el primer edificio would be the first building but it would be la primera casa the first house or la primera cuadra the first block uh, or la primera esquina okay so primero primera is first second is segundo segunda and uh S-E-C-U-N-D-O, Segundo, S-E-G-U-N-D-O, Segunda, okay? Then we have um, third, Tercero, Tercera. Tercero, T-E-R-C-E-R-O, Tercera. Four sounds like cuatro, but the R comes first. It's Cuarto, C-U-A-R-T-O, Cuarto, Cuarta. And then fifth is quinto, P-U-I-N-T-O, quinto, quinta. If you want the word for next, next is proximo, P-R-O with an accent, X-I-M-O, proximo, proxima. And finally, I'll give you last, ultimo, ultima, ultimate, think of Um, u with an accent l-t-i-m-o ultimo ultima so the last house the word for house is casa c-a-s-a so the last house would be la ultima casa for example the first building we already talked about el primer edificio by the way tercero drops the o too before a masculine noun so the third building is el el tercer edificio Uh, the next block la proxima cuadra. Okay, so um, those are a few um, basics that I think can really get you a long way. Um, I'm going to pause here for a few more questions and, again, try to cover what I did so far. I'll tell you what I'm going to go on to, um, some general terms about making yourself understood. I'm also going to cover um, when to use and when not to use electronic translators. And I'm also going to give you a few resources. So those things are coming. Um, but does anybody have any questions thus far? All right. So let's go in Clubhouse first.
0: Since we. Okay. I see you guys. Uh, Jane, do we have anybody in Clubhouse?
4: Uh, no. All
0: righty. Okay. All right, Debbie.
4: Hi, Carla hi um I live in a city where it's more or less a grid and a lot of all the streets are pretty much numbered and so for mine it's 500 110th avenue north so would I pause after the first set of numbers the 500 to let them know that I am going to give a street name next, as or how do you indicate that?
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I I wish I had time to go through up to a thousand. I, I really don't. But you yeah. could say um, what would it be like five hundred one
4: one hundred tenth Avenue North.
1: Okay, five hundred right. Um, cinco cero cero, and what's one hundred tenth Avenue? You could say, uh, um, uh, you know, one hundred ten, You could you could say um, um, uno siete, uh, or uno uno cero, or you could say um, uno diez, or um, ciento is a hundred, ciento diez, Avenue. Okay. Then, you know, I mean, you you could do that. That that is a lot of numbers.
4: Yes and this is st petersburg florida and it's pretty much all like that and then you've got north and south and and then the streets go north and south and the avenues go east and west and you know it's it could be confusing
1: well you know (laughs) what i think maybe we should add the four cardinal points north south east and west i think Mm -hmm. i think that would be something good so north is norte n-o-r-t-e Okay, that's north. So let's try that, Norte. Okay, Norte. Norte. Okay. Then we have south. Okay, south is S-U-R, Sur. Sur. sur.
4: Don't take me to a sewer.
1: Not yeah. <laughs> sewer, but Sur. Sur. Oh, okay, okay. East um, is Este. E-S-T-E. Este. 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 Este, yeah, remember, is e, so este. este, and and then um, and do you see how phonetic these words are? So how easy they mm-hmm. are to. Then of course we've got west, and west is oeste, oeste, o e s t e, oeste. oeste. Hey. And of course, you can have your compound ones like Northwest, Noroeste, Sur-Oeste, Noreste. You know, you know, you can put them together and do them that way too. Okay. So, um,
4: thank you. This is great.
1: Oh, thank you. Is, is this um, <laughs> is this meeting your needs so far?
4: Ah, uh, it will. I've ahead, been trying to avoid this situation as best I can, but you know. I might have to at some point. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
1: well, thanks for your question. Anybody else mm-hmm. have any questions?
5: Yes. Um, who, Ellen. Okay. Um now I live in a, an apartment complex and it's one of these with an access road. So it has the street address, but then there is an access road that has a name that comes up on the GPS. And it always throws them because the whole complex is one street address. So then I have to explain what building number and then what apartment number. Um, And it's, it's a huge complex, so it gets.
1: Okay, so again, you want to use the word building, edificio. Edificio. So edificio tres, building three. Okay. And then apartamento. Uh, and is uh, there's so many words for apartment that we'll give you Ar- de-
5: uh, A-P-A-R- apartamento. A-P-A-R- apartamento.
1: Apartamento. Apartamento. M-I-E-N-T-O. Apartamento. So apartamento. Okay, so let's what, what's your building and apartment number?
5: Okay, it is building 33, apartment 379.
1: Okay, and again, so you can, you know, if, if you want to avoid the hundreds and tens, you could say um, um, edificio tres tres,
5: three, three. Yep, trace, apart-
1: trace. yep. Uh, tres tres. Apartimiento tres nueve.
5: Yeah, that's what I would probably do. It's
1: and and I you know, I do it, I do it slowly. I mean, now at some point you may want to go back and learn Spanish and learn your hundreds and all that, but um I keep saying I'm
5: going to learn Spanish and then I keep not doing it.
1: Well, I'm gonna give you some ways of doing that too at the end. Okay. So all righty. anybody else have any questions? Good luck. Buena suerte. That means good luck. Any any other questions? Yes, yes. <laughs> hey, Nada. yes. yes, we
0: have um Perry, okay.
6: Perry, you ma'am unmute. Thank you. Um I sometimes have to tell drivers to turn down the alley. um is there a way I can say that in Spanish?
1: Yeah, you could say, you know, a bachel, you know, you know, you know, you can, you can do it that way, just sort of down. And then, you know, and and if the alley has a name.
6: It doesn't. Know. That's the problem. It's uh, the alley behind the funeral home. <laughs> okay. And you could, you could, yeah, you know, we should do behind, you know, uh,
1: mm-hmm. detrás. Detrás is behind. Detrás. Yeah, D, E, and then. T R A and S two words detrás.
6: Um, detrás.
1: yeah, and then delante is in front D E yeah. and then L A N T E de tras, delante, um, so that's probably the easiest thing you could do. Abajo down, arriba up.
6: Is there a word for alley? Um, y- yes, and I'm trying.
1: I'm I'm brain fogged tonight Oh, pleasure heart I'm sorry to ask a hard question. well no, I know I know this is um yeah there is an alley um you know what I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back to you my mind is going billion okay. miles okay. and <laughs> hour, I've had all this mess. I'll email
6: you I'll email you because okay. that's it gets important okay sometimes to tell them that thank you right right okay all righty um yeah it's just not coming to me
1: okay.
0: okay. Let me call on Anisio. He may be able to help you.
4: Anisio. Uh, uh I think it's Alemieda.
1: Oh yeah, Alemieda. Why couldn't I think of that? Alemieda. Okay, great. Okay, thank you for helping me. I just couldn't You're think welcome. of Alemieda. There aren't too many of them around here. Maybe that's why. Okay. Uh anybody else?
0: Yes. You gotta. Nora. Okay, Nora.
2: Yeah, hi. Sometimes some of the new words I've never heard of, uh, some of them has an M in it, and sometimes there's an N in it. And if, because of my hearing issues, I like to find out if it's N for Nancy or M for Mac sometimes. Just so like, like, like Ali Neandro, like N in it.
1: Okay, yeah, um apartamento has an n in it. You can hear that n, mm, aparti- apartamento. A P A R T A M I E N T O. Apartamento. Oh, okay. Um oh, okay. and and Great. the hard thing is sometimes they'll speak really fast, just like we do. Yeah. You know, we'll yeah. say jeetjet. What's a Jet? Is it a Learjet? Uh I mean <laughs> I, I had um you know, two of my students, um, they were like um taking English as a second language, and one of the professors went past the room I was teaching in, and he said, Jeet And the other guy goes, Do you wanna? And my students said, What was that all about? What's a jeet And is it doana like tiawana? And I said, No, what you heard is did you eat yet? No, do you want to? But it comes out, Jeech
2: No, do you wanna? So, <laughs> oh wow! Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. So,
1: but thank you for that. That is true.
2: One more question: Um, uh, will we have more of these classes, or just one time? Well, I, I suppose if one were
1: to request one, I you know I could I could do a follow up class at some time. But remember, yeah, there, I don't want to step on any anybody's toes. There are already two classes on community that teach Spanish.
2: Oh, um, that's right.
1: But I'm also going to give you some more resources too, but I wouldn't mind doing another class too, so. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: All right, All right. Diane. Hi, um, I wanted to get, I uh, missed the word for forward. And Adela- right.
1: Okay, Adelante, A- spell Adelante is one word and it's A-D-E-L-A-N-T-E, Adelante. And notice okay. the vowels, they, they're they just like they sound. Adelante. And what to the, the word for right? To yes. The, a la derecha. Well, A is the letter A, it means to. La, right. L A, derecha, D E R E C H A. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. Great.
0: All right, so we're going to do a time check. You've got 15 minutes and one more hand.
1: Well, I I have seventy five. I think I have seventy five.
0: Okay, that's put fine. Put in
1: for seventy five minutes, so I should have till ten o'clock. What All time right. is it? It's nine
0: fifteen.
1: Nine fifteen. I should have forty five more minutes.
0: All right, perfect. Um,
1: wait, uh, an hour and a half. Yeah, I think. All
0: right, Diane.
1: Nine. Yeah, till oh, whatever. Okay. I should have a half an hour.
0: That's fine. Is that another Diane? I I just did mine, so. Okay. I asked for watching. Okay, thank
1: you. Okay, can we go on?
0: Yes, ma'am. All
1: right, so let's talk now. I'm going to do a segment on making yourself understood. Okay. So you're going along, you're speaking your Spanish and everything. But maybe the person understands you, maybe they don't. One thing you might want to ask is, "Do you understand?" And they may ask you, too. And how you say that is, comprende usted. And I'm going to spell that. C-O-M-P-R-E-N-D-E. And then usted, U-S-T-E-D. And we'll practice repeating that. Comprende usted. Comprende usted. And notice the Spanish do pronounce the ending D a little bit like a T-H-E sign. I hope you all are repeating these amongst you know by yourself as we go through this because you'll be more likely to remember them let's do that one one more time comprende usted comprende usted now if you do understand you could just say comprendo you could say si sí. yes comprendo c-o-m-p-r-e-n-d-o comprendo so let's try yes i understand si sí. comprendo sí comprendo, but what if you don't understand? In Spanish, um, you make a sentence negative by putting the no right before the verb most of the time. So you would say, no comprendo, N-O, and then comprendo, C-O-M-P-R-E-N-D-O. No comprendo means I don't understand. But if you want to say, no, I don't understand, you have to say two no's no comma, and then the no comprendo. So you say, no, no comprendo. Let's try that. No, no comprendo. Again, no, no comprendo. Okay, so you don't understand. Um, And um, so if you don't understand something, there are a few things you can ask the person to do uh, to make him or herself more understood. And when giving these suggestions or commands, rather than using por favor, please, there's another form that is favor plus de, F-A-V-O-R and then the infinitive of the verb. And if I'm taking you way back to school, high school English, anybody know what the infinitive? It's a to form of the verb. You know, like, I want to run, to eat, to jump, to play, to sing. Those are all infinitives. Okay. In Spanish infinitives, there are three kinds of verbs in Spanish. AR verbs. And why are they called AR verbs? Because they end in an AR. ER verbs. They're called ER verbs because they end in an ER. And IR verbs. They're called IR verbs because they end in an ER. The infinitives, they end in an I-R. What am I, see See what I'm doing about this brain fog of mine? Anyhow, so you say favor, de, plus the infinitive. And the other important thing to know about the infinitive is that it's the form that's going to be listed in the dictionary. So if you want to look up the word take, um, you know, you would find yevar, to take, L-L-E-V-A-R. That means to take somebody from one place to another, or tomar, which means to take in the sense of to take a train or to take something to eat, but you'll find the infinitive. So if you wanna say um, one thing that you can do, and this is a really good one to know, please speak more slowly. Okay, please speak slower or more slowly. There's no er in Spanish either. They use mas plus the adverb to say slower, faster. So mas means more, more slowly, Let's do, please speak more slowly. I'm going to say it first and then I'll tell you how to spell it. Favor de hablar mas despacio. Let me spell all that. Favor de, I've already spelled F-A-V-O-R space de, D-E. And then to speak is hablar, H-A-B-L-A-R. And then more is mas, M-A with an accent, S. -S 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 despacio d e s p a c i o despacio is slow so let's try that favor de hablar más despacio favor de hablar más despacio and you see how easy it is when you're forming these commands with, um, you're saying please with favor de plus the infinitive. You don't have to worry about what form of the verb you use to make the subjunctive or the, or the command. Okay, another little word that I want you to know, just the general word for it is lo. Like when you write it, repeat it, buy it, say it, sing it, lo. Okay, hello. So if you want to say please repeat it, The word for repeat is repetir, R-E-P-E-T-I-R. And they'll usually put the pronoun right on the end of the verb. And so they'll say, repeat it, repetirlo. So please repeat it would be, favor de repetirlo. So let's try that. Favor de repetirlo. Favor de repetirlo. Okay, here's another one. If you can see, okay, you may you might want to ask them to write it down. You might want to say, please write it down. Please write it. The word for write is escribir, E-S-C-R-I-B-I-R. And uh, lo, of course, is it. So please write it is favor de escribirlo. Let's try that again. Favor de escribirlo. And you might want to do big letters. En letras grandes. Actually, there are two ways of saying this. En letras grandes, G-R-A-N-D-E-S. By the way, letras is letters. E-N-L-E-T-R-A-S. Grandes, G-R-A-N-D-E-S. And also, I've seen en letras gordas, in fat letters. E-N and then L-E-T-R-A-S-G-O-R-D-A-S. I've I've seen and heard both of those, so I'll give them both to you. So let's practice that. En letras grandes, en letras cortas. Okay. Ah, let me look at my clock. I want to see if I have time for this because I have one more very advanced technique. I don't know if I have time or not. We can do it quickly, maybe.
0: You have time.
1: Um, The advanced technique is you can ask them, you can say, how do you spell it? And if you know the Spanish alphabet, they can spell what they've said. And that really helps. And also the Spanish alphabet will help you to learn um, the sounds of the language. Well, first of all, how do you spell it? How does one write? How does one spell? And then you'd say the word. So, um, como is how, C-O with an accent, M-O. And by the way, all questions have accents on them. Como, and then the word say is spelled S-E, Escribe. E S C R I B E. Dot, dot, dot. How do you spell? How do you write? Dot, dot, dot. So let's practice that como se escribe, como se escribe, and then you say the word, so let's say they said the word señor, mister, and you didn't understand that, you'd say, como se escribe, and then you try to say what they said, señor, and they'd come back with, se se escribe, s-e-n-e-o-r, okay, well, that didn't make any sense to you, but the Spanish alphabet, I'll give it to you very quickly, Um, the alphabet in Spanish, English, we have a twenty-six Letter alphabet. The Spanish alphabet originally added four more. So there were 30 letters in the alphabet. And now there's this movement of, you know, a foot to eliminate three of them and make it 27. Um, And, but people still use the the 30 letter alphabet. So I do. And the letters, um, think about this like letters rhyme. You know how, okay, A, you already know is ah. So we've had the vowels, A, A, E, O, U. So A is A and E is A. But think about this. You know how letters are like letters rhyme like B, C, D, E, G, P, V, T. Same thing's going to happen in Spanish with the beginning sounds, okay? So the, these letters I'm going to tell you now, well, I see if you can guess them. They're going to rhyme with A b makes a b and it is b b c often makes a soft s sound so it is c c c h is a letter that they've added now some you know that's one of the ones that they've also talked about eliminating but the ch makes a ch sound and is ch ch and then the letter d makes a d sound, so it is d, d, and we know a, e. so let's try it. a, b, c, c d, a. now f is f, e, f, f, a, y, maybe, f, a, and g makes a sound, so it's hey it rhymes with a e, so the soft g is a h, so it's Hey, so let's try. Um, hey. H is Ache, ah, which is like what you wrote for A ah and what you wrote for Che. So maybe A H and then hyphen C H A Y. Ache. Ah, so let's do A to H. A B C Che. D A F A Che. Ache. All right, and I, you already know, E, E, like the E, E in tree. J makes a H huh sound, so its name is Jota, Jota. Now, you know how in English, A and K rhyme. Well, K makes a K, you don't see it very often in Spanish, but it rhymes with A, ah. so you can guess what K is. K is Ka, Ka. So let's try h i j k h e j k Then we have L is like F, it's A L. A L. Double L makes a Y, it's A-Y, A-Y, M is like F and L, makes a M sound, so it's M-A, M-A and n is just like an m but it makes a n sound n a n a and finally they have that n like in señor it's an ye. it's an n with a tilde and it's ye. y a y something like that ye. so let's try the um l you know l to N Y E. so let's try l a j and you know O is O, and if B is B, C is C, P is P. And you know U is O. and if Q rhymes, it is Q. So let's try O, P, Q, and then R is R. It sort of works like F-A and L-A, but it's R. And then the original Spanish elf that has a double R, which is just a longer R. R, R, R. And S is S. Then you can probably guess T. T is T. And you know U. U is U. And V is V. All right. So then W is double V. Doble V. W, although some dialects will say V I think, is more common. X is X. X. Y is Y. that's Y. And Z makes an S sound and its name is Zeta. Zeta. So what we'll do is I'll we'll say the alphabet and we'll do it in groups. So just repeat the groups of letters after me and that'll help you to start to learn it so you can spell. Here we go. A, B, C, H, T, A, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, A, Y, M, N, N, -n 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 Y, O, P, U-R-R-S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z. So at least I gave you a start. So if you learn the alphabet, you can say, ¿Cómo se escribe? And then a word, and then they can spell it back to you in the Spanish alphabet. And that will help you. I also have a little song that I wrote for the alphabet and I'll give you that too. It goes like this. ta. A, N, Y, O, P, Q, R, R, S, T, V, W, X, Y, Z. All right. So I think I've given you the basics of Spanish that I can give you in this time as far as words and spelling and you know, just basic things that you should know. So now we get to the top of topic of electronic translators and translation apps. Be careful, folks, and beware. Translation is really an art, not just a science. Although electronic translators like Google Translate and some of them have come a long way, um, they're they're not perfect. You can use them with a fair degree of success for some calm and very simple words or phrases, but even then you can get in a little bit of trouble with them, so I really don't recommend them. Um, But, you know, if you do be careful, I can always tell when my students are cheating and use Google Translate because they'll just string a bunch of words together. You know, they'll translate a a French composition, say one word at a time and the verbs aren't conjugated or they'll have words that they never knew or never learned and they're wrong words. So, you know, you've got to be very careful about that. Whatever you do, don't just... um, um, just translate as a, a phrase by taking a string of words and stringing them together. Verbs need to be conjugated. Nouns and articles need to agree. Proper words have to use. the, um, You know, everything has to agree. So, and um, you have to be very careful. So that's all I'm going to say uh, that Google translators and apps, um, they won't often accomplish what you think they will. You know what I mean? So be careful. Um, so, give me an example. I plugged in a simple phrase into a translator, and I said, "Take me to Robin Hood Lane." Well, it got "take me" right, but then it translated the word for Robin. It translated the word at um, Hood. It translated the word for Lane. You know, I mean, it just you—you you couldn't have given instructions from that, okay? Um, so you have to be really careful, because uh, we don't need the words for Robin and Hood. You know, that's, that's, that's anything to do with where I live. So, um, and you never translate, as we've learned, a proper name into Spanish, OK? A, a proper name is a Spanish, it's a proper name. So, um, so that's all I'm going to say about translators at this point. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to end with a few resources. And then I will take a few questions. And if there's time, we'll do the I, Oh, I and then I want to do the back to school special at the very end. Because I promised you anybody that stayed would get the back to school special. Right. All right. If you want to learn Spanish, if you would like to learn more Spanish, learn the basics of Spanish. I'm going to give you some resources um, for Spanish learning. The National Library Service, NLS, and these are available on BARD, they have this excellent series of books, uh, and these books are all called, uh, they're by, uh, they're called Behind the Wheel, okay, Behind the Wheel, Spanish, and they're by Mark, M-A-R-K, Frobos, F-R-O-B-O-S. And there are three levels of these books, okay? There's Behind the Wheel, Level 1 Spanish. It just sort of gets into the basics. And they give you a lot of vocabulary and pronunciation and exercises and conversation. And it's DV98320. That's DV98320. And the nice thing is these books all have... braille books to go with them. Um, You know, you can get the BRF file or three-volume braille books. And the supplementary um, print material in the braille book is, for this one, is BR-23827. So that's BR-23827. It's in three volumes. Then we have Behind the Wheel Level 2 Spanish. And it's by the same author, and it's DB98321. And you notice the first one was DB98320. And this is 2-1. So these are, you know, numbered in series. All right. And then the braille book that goes to that is VR two three eight two eight. Remember the last one was two seven. Well, this is two eight. Finally, there's behind the wheel level three, Spanish. And that is DV. You can probably guess nine eight three two two. And the Braille book for that is BR two three eight two nine. Okay. So there are those books, and then if you would like to purchase um, foreign language materials that come with audio recordings in oh over sixty languages, you can go to. Um, Audio Forum. They are really excellent. You can purchase courses. They come in MP3 downloads, CDs, CD-ROMs, and it's audio-forum, F-O-R-U-M, and their website is www.audioforum.com, audioforum.com. Finally, I'm going to say to you that as far as language learning apps, you hear about Babbel, you've heard about Loretta Stone, but the most accessible one that I have found is a language learning app called Duolingo, D-U-O-L-I-N-G-O. It'll work on iPhone, it'll work on Android. The PC app isn't quite as good, but I did get it to run on a Note Touch Plus very successfully and I got to see the Braille too. So I was playing with it. But I just wanna say one little word of, uh, one little caveat with the, um, the books and the apps and the translators and everything. Don't make them your go-to as far as learning a language. That would be like saying, I'm going to get all my nutrition by taking some centrum vitamins and not eat my meals. No, you need to be with a teacher. You need to be with people that speak languages. So that's all I have except for how much time do we have? it's um 9:38 okay we have a few minutes for questions and then we'll do the back to school special so do we have any questions
0: Anisio. Anisio, you may
4: unmute i d- i think i did um carla so you did can you hear me
1: yes i can
4: you you did a wonderful job um but it, you are so modest how come you're not using your are you a, a resource in terms of purchasing classes or wh- what? Is, what is it that you do? In well, your...
1: yes, um, yeah, you could you could contact me. Um, um, yes, you can. You know what? I can give you my professional um, information. My company is Langua Learn Communications.
4: How do you spell that? Because I was looking for that on Google and I couldn't find it.
1: Well, you know what? If you look at the announcement for this, it's in there. L E A R N. Oh, okay, all right. L E A R N. Language learn. Most of my work that I do is is localized, but I am in the process of developing some what I call 101 courses for the languages. And you know, I you know I do some correspondence work, but.
4: And you need to add Portuguese.
1: Yes, I need to add Portuguese. I added <laughs> Italian, so now I gotta do Portuguese. And so That's now,
4: right. That's uh, right.
1: Requests for um, Japanese. In fact, uh, what? There are about 500, 5,000 languages in the world, according to mm-hmm. Mario Pay. So what? 4,996 4, down and what? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> to go, I should say. Four, no, right. six down and 4,994 to go. Okay, so I know six, so I got that many to go. Anyhow, I'm gonna be busy. Mm-hmm.
3: Anyway, I'll 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 contact you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. All right,
0: Sharon, you may unmute.
3: Thank you. Um, I know Carla, this has been just fabulous. Um, I know that "ciega" is the word for blind. Right, if it's uh, feminine. Ciega yes, yes, men, exactly. Masculine "ciega,", it, ciega right.
1: For feminine.
3: Can you can you say how to say? Uh, may I take your arm? Because if somebody's guiding you to a door. Yeah, and they don't see, know
1: how to do it. You could just um, hold out your arm and say, uh, you know, uh, favor de llevar um, el brazo. El brazo. Okay. Llevar el brazo. el brazo. Okay. is to take. El, yes. brazo.
3: el brazo. Okay. Not su brazo, but el brazo. Yeah, they use okay. the
1: parts of the body, they use the, the. Uh, definite articles like my okay. arm instead of your arm. Okay.
3: Thank you so much.
2: You're welcome nora you may unmute okay first of all how do you how do you say backwards again like back up atras
1: a-t-r-a-accent s atras.
2: atras okay thank you and you're doing a great job thank you
1: thank
2: you, thank you. Mm-hmm. okay and i was going to look up that uh what you what you call it learn, ling lingual, learn yeah, lingual
1: learn communications Oh, you'll just sort of find out a few things about my little business yeah
0: Great, thank you. Welcome,
7: Roger. You may unmute. I was thinking I was going to go on with Spanish by getting in touch with this this Carla person that I've known for about a hundred years. Uh, I'm not all, um,
1: either of you.
7: <laughs> I wanted to tell you one time we were playing with the translator. One of these things where you can translate an article yeah. in a, in a journal or something and it worked pretty well it translated into English but it said that the person had had suffered um, inflammation of the of the rainbow
1: yeah see those are the kinds of things I could go on and on about mistranslated uh, things I said and...
7: well I just happen to know that the Latin word for rain, rainbow is iris
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> See, there's a good example of okay, you used the translator and you knew what was wrong. So the moral to that story is um you have to know a lot to use those things.
7: Oh that's see, I studied Latin
1: first. Oh yeah, 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 I do that.
7: (laughs) Anyway, hi Carla. I still love you. Okay.
1: I love you too. You're a great guy, even if we're both 10 years old.
7: That's right.
0: All right, Deborah. Hi, so at the airport, they're always trying to stuff me in a wheelchair. And I know some Spanish, so I say things like puedo andar, uh, but no necesito el wheelchair. How do you say wheelchair? Yeah,
1: you could just say no necesito la silla de ruedas. The chair. Silla
0: de ruedas?
1: Uh, yeah, you could just say, or you could just abbreviate, no necesito la silla. Okay, I don't need the chair. Oh, gracias,
0: gracias. I'm back on mute.
1: All right. And
0: Terry. Terry, you may unmute. All right. Hazel. Audio now unmuted.
3: Uh, Yes,
1: I'm wondering, sometimes they try to point things out to you, you know, and I want to know how to tell them I'm blind. Okay, if you are um, a female, which you are, you're going to say, soy ciega, C-I-E-G-A, ciega. Ciega. Yeah, and if you're a a fellow, for those of you that are fellows, ciego, okay? Or you can simply say, no puedo ver, I can't see, no, no. Puedo,
6: puedo, puedo ver, senor, no puedo ver, no puedo ver, okay. mm. Thank you. All right, Terry, are you with me? <laughs> yes, I am, thank you. You're um, welcome. <laughs> I have a question and a comment. The question is, uh, do you ever get any instruction, either plus in groups or settings.
4: one-on-one, over
1: Oh yeah, I yes, I I do. You know, I I do. Um, in fact, some of my classes and some of my students before the pandemic, I never did anything on Zoom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's the pandemic. I all my homeschool classes are on Zoom, and the parents like like it better. And some of my individuals have ended up on Zoom because they mm-hmm. they moved out of state and they wanted to continue <laughs> with me. You know? There you go. Or they okay. they don't, don't want to go this far. You know what I mean. <laughs>
6: right my comment is all of the community calls wind up as podcasts right and this will be a wonderful podcast i plan to edit it and get your pronunciations and translations of all the things we talked about okay i might keep
1: a copy i forgot to push record
6: i wanted to record my record this and i didn't okay i i when i download the podcast i can send you that and if you wish i can also send you what I pull out of your thing oh, for.
1: Sounds good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And thank
6: all you. right. all right. Jane, um, hey, do we
0: have anybody in Clubhouse? Uh,
6: no, we don't.
1: Okay, I guess we're ready for the back to school special, are we? Are you all on? You can all unmute for this. Language Learn is offering a back to school special and since you all survived my long and boring presentation, you need to be rewarded for it. So LinguaLearn is going to give you the opportunity to speak in five languages under 1 minute. Are you all on? Here we go. All right, I went, who can tell me what letter comes after B? C. C, there, you just said yes in Spanish and Italian. Two down. Okay. <laughs> Okay, now what's another word, another pronoun for us? We. Oui. We, oui. there you just said oui. yes. Yeah. Okay. And what number comes after eight and do not say eight and a half? Nine. Nine, there you just said German. no German. Okay, and what <laughs> is one of the states bordering Pennsylvania? It's not West Virginia. It's not. Maryland, it is. Oh, starts with an O and ends with Ohio. Ohio?
6: Ohio, I
1: know you would know that. That means Japanese.
6: It means what in Japanese?
1: Good morning. So you just said you've just spoken five languages in under a minute. And you just stick with Langlo-Learn Communications. If you learn languages at Langlo-Learn Communications, I promise you, you will no longer be counting sheep when you can't sleep. But you'll be counting bulls in a bull ring. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you. I know. You've been had. I know. Sorry. Had to do it. Okay. Okay, well, I just want to thank Sandra and Jane and all of you, all of my friends that showed up and supported me and all of you for making this a great, um, it was a lot of fun. I hope, I hope I served you well and gave you what you wanted and needed. So have a wonderful, wonderful evening.